Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! Martini, shaken, not The Force will be with you always. Avengers, assemble in the red corner. Standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds. Is the Eclectic Collective. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! It's off the park as we go. <laughs> hey guys, we the Eclectic Collective. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. I'm Micah. I'm Ryan. I'm Jim. That was perfect. I love way. how we didn't that know was that was gonna perfect. happen. I didn't think you would come in. I thought y'all were gonna leave me hanging. That was perfect. Are you kidding me? That was perfect. Thank you, guys. That couldn't have been any better if I planned it. Oh, gosh. That's so great. All right, guys. We uh, wanted to do a special... Well, not not really special. We just wanted to give a lot of love to one of the greatest actors in the business today, which is Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Say his name with reverence. Say his name. Michael with Keaton. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna talk about all the movies we love. If if there's some movies we don't like, uh, you know, just the different uh, things he's done in his career, and he is still going strong today, guys. I, I want to ask. What is the movie? You know there's a movie. There is one movie that brought you in with the Michael Keaton era. What was it? Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. That was Man. my introduction to Michael Keaton, and I still multiplicity. multiplicity. I still love multiplicity was good, but yeah, Mr. It. Mom was my introduction to Michael yeah. Keaton. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I've loved him ever since. He's multiplicity fantastic. was late. That didn't bring you in on the Michael no, Keaton Batman era. Did. Of course Batman did. Yeah, <laughs> Mike but Batman was mine. That was yeah. my introduction. Beetlejuice. 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 There you That's go. A good That's, a good yeah. That's a good Multiplicity one. That's a Multiplicity showed me he could do it all. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh he yeah. can. But Batman brought me in on it. I, he can. I like pizza. I like pizza. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you don't want to fold this. Why? Air is our enemy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. That movie though, like multiplicity raised a lot of questions for me. Like one. How did, did all he, of his personalities, <laughs> all those personalities, but how did he afford getting three clones? Yes. Like yes. I know, they like he had to take a loan like on the first times. one. Then like all of a sudden, huh? They mortgaged the house like five times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every time he brought one home, like <laughs> I had another concern about a copy of a copy. Talk about it on the show though. <laughs> Man, you know what? Like after Beetlejuice, of course, you know, the Batman. Yeah. He will always mm-hmm. be Batman to me, but Man, I watched Johnny Dangerously for like a whole Oh, man, I love that movie. I love that movie. (laughs) Him, he is just perfect in that role. Like whenever you get him and Joe Piscopo, oh my gosh, dude, I laughed so hard. My mother, you shouldn't hang me on a hook, Johnny. My mother hung me on a hook once. Once. (laughs) So talk about an actor who can do it, like do it all, but... You know, like if he goes to comedy, he makes. Oh it yeah, comedy. he does. But then if he goes over here and he does like a drama, mm-hmm. he is all in it. It's it's amazing. He's how multifaceted. Far he's um, he really did launch his career with with comedy. Yeah, but oh, yeah. but he has proven to me he's proven time and time again that he can pull serious. He can pull multifaceted. I mean, any kind of character you name it, I, he can pull it. I mean, out. you think oh, yeah. about it, like he. Uh, Pacific Heights and Desperate Measures. Oh, yeah. Man, the bad guy role that he could play. 
too. He's proven the bad guy role in Spider-Man now, man. He's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal as Vulture. The Vulture. He's got that he's got that voice and oh, yeah. that that timbre yeah. to where you just get the crap scared yeah. out of you. Like when in like in Spider Man where he was like, I just saved your life. Mm-hmm. You should thank yep. me. Like yep. you're like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm done. I'm appreciated. I'm appreciated. I mean, even like today. <laughs> like, Matt and I went to see it's been a few years now. American Assassin. I love that oh, movie. Man. I like that movie. That was such yeah. a good it was a really movie. good movie. Really he, good movie. I have not seen that. Movie. I own it's it. It's good. But I haven't seen it. But like you gotta watch you it. It's a great like watch. Him man. in that, and then you got things like the Dream Team. Oh, I love yeah. the Dream I Team. I love that movie. Oh, Christopher Lloyd. My God, him. you talking about oh, a Dream Team of actors oh, in yeah. a comedy? Oh yeah, uh, for that time. Oh my gosh. Okay, but my number one Michael Keaton movie of all time, even above Batman, even though he got me into Batman, yeah, is Gung Ho. Oh, yeah. oh I really? love Gung Ho. Gung you put Gung Ho above Dude. Batman, really? Only because Gung Ho is one of the most nostalgic movies in my life. Like when I when I put my comfort movies, like you know, I have War Games yep. and yeah. Explorers yeah. and Gung Ho. It's weird. It's a it is a weird. Pick, for me, it's kind of weird because Mr. Mom is my comfort movie yeah. that I from from Michael Keaton. I'll go yeah. back and watch that all day long. I love it, like Gung Ho, like him and Norm from yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. I love yes. whenever he sees the uh, the main guy, the Oriole guy. And he's yeah. just like, last time I saw you, you were had things coming out. Of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but he just. He brings so much to a movie. He is so... I don't care anybody. He's underrated. And if you haven't watched uh, the movie The Founder about the birth of McDonald's... Oh, that was so yeah, good, that was a good Man, movie. Yeah. he did that such a, a fantastic... Movie, yeah. But he... Uh, when I watched Clean and Sober, I think it was 88 when that came out. That was Morgan Freeman's first I never watched role. that you know one. that? I never watched no, that I didn't one. know that. I didn't know. <laughs> but man, Clean and Sober, like... I watched that, of course, years ago. I didn't watch it when I was eight. But yeah. <laughs> years... But like him as a dramatic actor, man, like here he is like... Doing drugs, doing alcohol. Well, a girl ODs in his bedroom. Oh, and to avoid okay. the police, he goes into a rehab because when you're in rehab, your name, you know, you can't get, they can't release your information. And then he transforms his life in that movie. Oh. It is so good. If you have not watched it, I recommend I've it. I've never, never seen that movie. Yeah. i tell you what, though. <clears throat> Michael Keaton never leaves his comedy roots. No. Like Tom Hanks did. Right. Because Tom Hanks, once he went into drama, mm-hmm. that is all he really did. Like, he hasn't done anything comedy since, yeah, like, the early but, 90s. But you, I think you had, Wouldn't you agree with the fact that Tom Hanks hit on a level that Michael Keaton never really hit as far as recognition and superstardom? And I don't know why. Does anybody know the reason why Michael Keaton faded away think, in, into obscurity for a little I, while? I think, man, I think... In my opinion, he made so much movie off movie. Money. Movie. He money. made movie off he money. Made movie. movie off movie. Money off like Batman and Beetlejuice. Yeah. I think he finally was like, you know what? I'm gonna do movies that I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Like whether but they no, were But he kind of he kind of didn't do anything for the longest time and just kind of went obscure. Whereas Tom Hanks is a self promoting machine. That man never once he hit it was like a train that just never stopped going. Tom Hanks never took a day off. But see, but he never goes back to that comedy bone that right. got him no, he started. No, he didn't. He doesn't. But what I'm saying is, is when you when you reach that certain level of stardom, you can do whatever the heck you want to do because everybody wants Tom Hanks. You put Tom Hanks on a movie, it's gonna make tons of money. I, I agree with that. But my point is, is like Tom Hanks and Michael Keaton, they're so natural at comedy. Oh yeah. Well, Tom Hanks and, got his start on Bosom Buddies TV yeah. show. I mean, that was well, he was huge on uh, Happy Days, Bosom Happy Days, Bosom, Bosom Buddies, Buddies. Yeah. and then he had all that run of comedy movies, Bachelor mm-hmm. Party, Bachelor yeah. Party, stuff Tears. like that. Splash, like he Splash. that was like who he was, yeah. and then one day it was not him anymore. Like he just cut that off, and he hasn't done anything. It was like right after it was Philadelphia. His, it was his yeah. choice because he because that got so critically acclaimed, and I think he just felt like you know okay, so the funny haha is kind of over for me. This is the route I want to go. Well, see, this is why Michael Keaton is one of my favorites oh, yeah. because he doesn't let go uh, of yeah. that. He like brings like he is he has 
he knows that the comedy at one point was who he was and what he's natural at. Yep. He is good at the drama. He's won an oh, Oscar yeah. for it. So, I mean, he's already proven. He has nothing more to prove with that. So he can be on both sides of the spectrum, and he could do action, even at what? Mm-hmm. How old is he now? 60-something? Oh, he's got to be 63, 64. Still can do action movies. See, so. and you know, like, he can do drama and comedy in the same movie, because I'm going to put something out. I think, to me, it had the greatest cast in the world, was The Paper. Yes. Like, with him, Robert Duvall, Glenn oh, yeah, Close, man. Marissa Tomei, Randy Quaid. That not he's only 68. Brought- Golly. Man, you can't tell, dude. That not only brought his Damn, comedy out in it, but man, the drama in that movie, the paper just had such a legendary oh, yeah, cast man. that, man, you had something for everybody in that movie. And he just brought so. And, of course, can't help that it was directed by Ron Howard. Oh, we got to love a Ron Howard movie, man. Ron I mean, Howard? It was just, yeah. Gung Ho was directed oh, yeah. by Ron yeah. Howard. And the thing That's is, is like his movies, like The Paper or um, like other movies, they don't get really national. <clears throat> You know, like I think the paper should have been nominated for stuff. And that was 94. Yeah. And like, I I take that, no offense, over Birdman. Birdman. Okay. okay, Birdman was just a weird movie to begin with for me. I had a hard time getting through that movie, man. It was, for me, it was so hard to watch. It was such an odd presentation. What did you like about Birdman? Um, I liked the way that it was shot, how they. Like they shot 1917. It's all one continuous shot. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I like movies like that, but I like the way he played his character. That he was playing a guy who was kind of at the end of his career, but not wanting to be at the end of his career. Not you know some of those actors who realize that hey, my career is kind of over, and I'm at stage now, and not movies or shows. I think he did a really good job with the role. I just I don't know, man. I, I I agree. He did a good job in the presentation because your job as an actor is to elicit an emotional re- response from your audience, and it definitely got an emotional response from me because I was cringing the whole time. Like it was uncomfortable. Ugh. It was very uncomfortable, and I can't stand that. That's the reason why I never I never could finish The Office because Steve Carell's character is just you. one of those train wrecks that I just cringe oh. every time. And there's so much funny stuff. I will go. I'd find clips from the office on Facebook, um, you know, from the, all the funny stuff in between and watch that stuff on my own time. But I can't get through a whole season of the office. Cause it's just so hard to watch. <laughs> Man, like, I guess that's why I liked it. Cause I love the, office. with Michael like Keaton Steve also, Carell. he, he looks like a guy that you could literally sit down and have a drink with. Yeah. Like, yeah. He looks like your everyday blue collar. He does. Type person. He does. Even in, I, Loved it. I know a lot of people probably didn't. I loved him playing the villain in RoboCop. Oh, like yeah. That new was one. Cool. yeah. I yeah, that okay. loved. I have to admit something. I never watched the the reboot. Because I like pretty good. It, I hate that it flopped. It was okay. Yeah, I, I like. I don't I know. I saw it, I saw it once. But the I'm a big fan of RoboCop. I yeah, love I like the, the original. original. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was willing to give it a shot. I, I don't think I ever could give myself enough <laughs> to give it a shot. All right, but see, I think, and I think. RoboCop was meant to come out now. I yeah. think when it came out, it was yeah. way ahead of yeah. its time. Oh, yeah. Right. Like now, you could do everything you wanted with it. And when you watch this movie, you could understand why. Like in RoboCop, the old ones, I love them. Don't get me wrong. Right, right, I love right. those RoboCops. But he's too slow and animatronic. Like and this everything. one, it was his time. Yeah. Right now, it's like, like the advanced mechanics of robotics. Right. He's so quick on the draw and everything. He's not like, put your hands up. Right. I got a gun <laughs> got in front gun. of you. You know, like, he, it, it seems more natural now. <laughs> I think, and one of the, I know this is really small and stupid, but one of the things that Robocop I didn't like was that he had one human hand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. was like the other hand's the robo hand, and then the other, to keep him more Take my human, strong yeah. hand. <laughs> <laughs> Use my strong Use hand. My strong yeah, hand. it just bothered me. I, I don't know why. I was just like, yeah. okay, like, everything else of him is robo. <laughs> Is robot, excuse me, except his face, and he's got yeah. this human hand. Right, yeah. what, just, is, what, is, what did you like? <laughs> you, like, me and you watched Spotlight. Yeah. Oh, King. I love Spotlight. So, like, Spotlight was really good. It was so good. It's one of those that I could probably only watch. Like, one once. best picture. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I think that right there just continued to show, like, man, he's such a great drama actor. And, man. like, 
thriller actor. Oh, yeah. Like, he, like, the way they oh. act. You know, Spotlight reminded me of how JFK was filmed. Yes. The way the music and, and their I love dialogue. JFK. I love JFK. The way the music and the dialogue matched up. Yes. It was like, you know, nothing really exciting was happening, but how the music and their dialogue matched up, it was like, what's going to happen? Because the music what happened The here? music gave weight to what was happening because yeah. you're not this is not an action film action sequence like in the Avengers and you because it's just obvious to see the physical action and activity but when the big moments were happening and that music gave you the feeling yeah. of what was happening I, thought, I felt that was really good yeah uh, you know they were asking him I was reading quotes last night because I wanted to tell you this so you know whenever he got done with Batman and Batman Returns you know everybody was like why didn't you return for Batman forever well of course you know he goes I was just waiting in line for another movie and then, you know, I just got curious and I poked my head in and watched about 10 minutes. I saw right there that I made the right decision. <laughs> I mean, wow. the thing is, is like he and how many people protested him to be yeah, Batman? Man. Like we yeah. found out, yeah. like they hated the fact mm. that he was going to be Batman. And to me, yep. he is Batman. Yeah, he, he is, is my Batman. Like, I just, just because he is the one that got it started for me. Like, I watched Michael Keaton's Batman and then went back and watched all the Adam West and all that because yeah. I was introduced to the character when that movie came oh, out. Boy. And just think, Jim. Yeah. Like, they protested him, so would that get you to go see Robert Pattinson as Batman? No, no. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. You are going to go see it and yes, you no, know it, man. I'm not going to, I will not see, go to the theater. Yeah, so you will. Not Whenever, go to the theater. Yeah, yeah, you will. No, Like, won't. Keaton. Yeah, you will. No, I won't. love the fact that they like protested him and like wrote uh dc and all that stuff and we didn't hear about that stuff because one we were young but two no social media yeah but now just look what he changed about that i love him in batman like he is a perfect bruce wayne he is a perfect (laughs) batman for me oh i mean the combination of him and jack nicholson oh man what an incredible joker see (laughs) when it comes to michael keaton and batman for me I think he is a great Batman, but not a very good Bruce Wayne. Cut your mic off. Oh, my God. I don't. <laughs> right? Really? Like, yeah, I, I love him as Batman, oh, and, and he is a great, great Batman. Probably one of the best. But his Bruce Wayne is too... Man, I loved him as Bruce See, Wayne. and I thought he was perfect Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought Christian Bale, see, Bell's Bruce Wayne was awful. See, yeah, I, I thought like him Christian at all. Bale was, see, both, he's was my the favorite. best of both. He's like, my favorite. Like uh, Val Kilmer, <laughs> I think is a part Here we go with the Batman podcast. I think nah, he, I'm, I'm keeping it bay. I'm keeping it bay. <laughs> Val Kilmer was a great Bruce Wayne, but a really bad Batman. And then George, somebody told me Val George Kilmer Clooney played sucked Batman. All together. See, I agree with that. They I think Val Kilmer was one of the best Bruce, Bruce Wayne's. But y'all, a y'all are all I didn't wrong. really care for his yeah. Batman. Can I explain to you how you're all wrong? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring this back real quick yeah, and just you. throw this out there. Uh, my child, the childhood in me is going to it needs to bring an, a nod to uh, Jack Frost because I used to love oh, Jack, Jack Frost movie as a kid. I watched it thousands it was, of times. I've watched it. It was goofy. It was goofy. It was a good one. It's not a nominated film. It's not something. You're gonna go see a thousand times unless you're a kid. Brian, it was a good chuckle. I would expect <laughs> it was that a good from chuckle, anyone though. at this table but you to bring up Jack. <laughs> you know, okay, so here's the guy who loves it. horror and oh, Slipknot. And I like, was a kid. I Jack Frost. Y'all. You realize Jack Frost like, came out in the '90s, and I was oh, yeah. like ten. You were a wee little lad. <laughs> wee little lassie. And I mean, think about this also. Like, I do love Jack Frost. Love I will it. admit yeah, that. Yeah, it was a good movie. But I mean, like, okay, so he's done a lot of B-rated movies. Yeah. Like right now, like one that I saw, like he did one, he finally directed a movie called The Married Gentleman, where he's a hitman. Oh, yeah. And he like meets up with this girl and they have a connection. He has a movie called Quicksand that I really want to watch because it has him and Michael Caine in it. Why did we never hear about that? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I mean, that's two people right there that I would love to watch that so movie. you brought up, you know, uh, thrillers. And one of the movies that kind of gets shuffled under the rug is White Noise. Oh, yeah. Um, and I You know, I never loved, saw that. I yeah. loved that, it was good. that movie. It was good. And I, I mean, because it came out, you know, like around mid-2000s, I think, where um, uh, the, all the uh, shock... It wasn't necessarily horror, but it was that shock and awe. Yeah, was getting really popular in movies to just get startles out of people, not to right. scare you, but just to kind of like paranormal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That type of thing was getting really hot, and so that Is was kind of his his uh, his stint in. He's that. in communication with his wife. Yeah, that passed, yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And it, it, but it's, it's a real yeah, but through the white noise, and it's kind of it's a thriller. But man, it go it really that movie though. I really like it, and but that movie. It's kind of like the Matthew Orman blueprint for how to succeed in movies, because they made it. They made that movie for ten million dollars and made almost a hundred million yeah. at the box office. 
Um, and I mean that that's like super successful, but it it's a movie that just kind of gets swept under the rug and forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. see, I never saw. I need to watch White Noise. Another movie that I think like what you're talking about was cheap to make, but it got swept under the rug. And I think Matt, you and I've talked Desperate Measures Desperate with him Measures. and Andy oh, Garcia. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, I, I love, love that movie. Dude, I love Andy Garcia, man. Yeah, talk uh, about okay. I don't so think I've seen that. One. There's a it's there's good. a few movies where I think two star actors like really dialogue well with each other yeah one is face off with Jonathan oh yeah Wolf those and two nick cage yeah perfect i don't think you could pair anybody else they put they paired so well them. to get yeah, together. but then it. it's desperate measures with andy garcia and michael keaton yeah those two genius. i agree especially, with that i agree with that especially when they're having the whole conversation in that interior oh yeah in the yeah and like he was like tell you know talking to him and then like later on in the movie he's like like begging Michael Keaton, you know, and trying to like reason with this crazy ass yeah. criminal. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I just don't see how Didn't you he can put him away. That. Isn't that the story? Like he put him away yeah. and then he said he would do it finally, but then he escaped from the hospital. Am I, I mean, that's, that was the plot, right? Yeah. Because spoilers. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you haven't seen it the past the 20 years, yes. you're a little off that. Of um, like him and Andy Garcia, like Matt's right. Like those two right there, just had great chemistry together. Like how they haven't done another movie together is beyond me. But I'm like Jim. I also loved Andy Garcia, so that just dude. Did it. I loved him. He was talking about like unsung hero, man. I mean, he's had Andy Garcia had a lot of success, yeah. but but man, I think he he should have done a lot more in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, yeah, that's another podcast on. Oh, dude, I could go now. into the Godfather but, and uh, I mean, every, oh man, but like. Everything. Beetlejuice. Think about what he brought to Beetlejuice. Yeah, and like the iconic quotes that we still quote to this day. I think I think Beetlejuice is the epitome of his style of comedy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I agree with that. Like that right there shows like the perfect like he can be scary, evil, mm-hmm. maniacal, mm-hmm. but he can also be hilarious. If that doesn't embody everything Michael Keaton is yes. in the acting world, I don't know what what yes. does. Mm-hmm. Yes. But also, I think is is there like any uh characters in movies that you think Michael Keaton would have been better in? And the reason I asked that, hmm, interesting. The reason I asked that is cuz I recently saw The Gentleman. Have y'all seen this movie? No. No, no but I want it's to. with uh Matthew McConaughey. It's yeah. got a good all-star cast, right? And Matthew McConaughey is like the leader of this, you know, group. I'm not going to give in too many details, but you've seen in the trailers how crazy he can get, right? <laughs> I think Michael Keaton even at this age at 68 would have been perfect for that role because he's got a little goofiness he can be his like mm-hmm. you know goofy comedic mm-hmm. self but he can also be crazy and like go off the cuff and just have this amazing dialogue i just don't think matthew mcconaughey fits that i've never really thought matthew mcconaughey has ever been that great of an actor mm-hmm. like okay so like he deserved like when he did uh dallas, dallas buyers Byer. club yeah yep. i totally agree with him winning that that was such an emotional movie i don't even know how he got through that i'm like you deserve it but beyond that movie matthew mcconaughey has always been that fun Mm -hmm. actor like you you don't think that he should have won an oscar for into the blue oh god no (laughs) or fool's gold no 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 Now, so, don't get me wrong. I love those movies. They're hilarious. I, I can watch Fool's Gold all day he's long. He's funny. He's funny, but no, he's not, you know, like top scale. No. You know. I, I never thought he was that great of an actor, but I think my, uh, Michael Keaton could have been the lead in uh, The Gentleman, and it would have been perfect for me. You know, whenever you ask that, like, the first thing that came to my mind, I think he could have done any Richard Gere movie. Like okay, The Officer yeah. and a Gentleman. You think he could have pulled off a pretty woman? Yeah. <laughs> think I, think, so? I think he'd have been great as the millionaire playboy. Like, uh, yeah. you know, with Julia Roberts. Yeah. Like when you said See, that. I don't, I don't think so. Because to me, he didn't really pull it off in Batman as Bruce Wayne. Man. <laughs> but, but see, you're, see, but see that, you're wrong. Yeah, but see, you're, you're wrong. wrong. Just sit there in your wrongness and be hey, wrong. That's what these podcasts are for. Some people true. agree and some people are wrong. Like, like we, we need no, more detail. Like Micah. Micah's wrong. That's fine. I'll be wrong. Mm. On like, what's your detail? Not. Yeah. Explain I just, it. I just don't feel like he was the billionaire 
Playboy philanthropists. I said that wrong. <laughs> Please say that again. Thank you, Brian. Philanthropist. Say it with me now. Filipino. Filipino. I just didn't think he was that kind of Bruce Wayne. He was the. They they kind of took his Bruce Wayne and just he's Bruce Wayne sometimes, but it's mainly Batman. And that may have been writing, and and writing did him a disservice mm-hmm. that way. He didn't like Val Kilmer got to play a Bruce Wayne. Like he got to go see Edward Nigma and do things. Like the only thing we really got out of his Bruce Wayne was give Knox a grant and dating Vicky Vale. That's it. Other than that, it's him as Batman. See, and I thought he brought like the Bruce Wayne character pretty much to life. In my opinion, yeah, because like, I thought he did well in his interactions with Alfred. I mean, yeah. I thought that was really where you yeah, got I his mean, character development as Bruce Wayne. What about part two? Where yeah. it was better. He was part, on the part road. Two was, part two was better. Part two was a better. Ver- it made me like him more as Bruce Wayne. But in part, but taking part two out, just watching the first Batman. That's why I say he's a great Batman. Like to me, he is the epitome of what Batman is. But Bruce Wayne, like if you separate the, like we did in that one episode, you know, Batman and Bruce Wayne, I just didn't think he pulled the Bruce Wayne that we know in the comics or how Bruce Wayne has acted as Bruce Wayne. I need a poll. I need a poll. Like who's the best Batman? Who's the best Bruce Wayne? All right, Jim, we need let's, a poll. Let's, we're gonna, we're, we'll get that poll up, but let's, let's get through Spider-Man just, first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, that's why I don't feel like he could pull off. Then, I mean, now maybe because, you know, he's grown as an actor. But like if you were to put him in that role at that time, I just don't think it would have worked. There is one Richard Gere movie I don't think Michael Keaton could do. Hold on. Let me think. And it's one of my favorites. It's one of your favorites? Yeah. No, I can't even think of it. First Night. Uh, okay. I well, I do agree with that. Like that's that's one of my favorite movies, and like I just Richard Gere, long haired Richard, sexy Richard Gere. Yeah, he makes that <laughs> movie. The reason he loves that movie. Oh yeah, with the the open bow, shirt bow, and then. All right, let's 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 take a look. I just found a very interesting list. These are roles that were literally turned down by Michael Keaton. All right, bring All right, it this on. Exciting. I, yeah, like. Because this this is very I'm sitting here reading it. He turned these down. He turned these down. All right. He was not turned down for. He turned them down. Okay. Yeah. Because he just think think about some of these while we're saying this list. They offered him the role. Okay. Think about history and uh, on some of these because it's very interesting. Obviously, we know he turned down Batman Forever. Uh Yeah. Right. He turned down the role uh, in the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, played by Johnny Depp. I'm okay with I'm that. Yeah. I'm good with good that. Choice. I didn't I like Johnny Depp's either. No, yeah, I, was I, saying, see, I didn't he, like his part take on it either. I could see that being very good, though, with him instead of Johnny oh. Depp. But, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, I just think it was a bad movie altogether. I, it was. It was. Right. But I think he might could have saved it. Uh, maybe. Did you, Brian, did you like Johnny Depp's version? Brian? Not really. No. Okay, oh, okay, so what kind of... Do you think Michael Keaton could have played like a Gene Wilder uh, like tribute? I think he could have done something like a little bit more sinister. Okay, yeah. all right, and turned it a little bit more sinister, like the original. Book. And I think yeah, you yeah. know, and to, and to speak on that, I think that would have played more in Tim Burton's realm, right? Oh, I think so that, that would have been excellent. That Him probably could have played because he's worked well. with Tim Burton so right. much. I think that probably could have okay. led to something we don't even know has existed. Man. So right. I'm getting bored with that. Uh, all right, yeah. so he turned down the role that Jeff Goldblum played in The Fly. I remember hearing that. Oh, no, yeah. I'd like to see that. I, I would have I'd to be say, okay like with that. that. He turned down the role of Chili Palmer and get shorty that John Travolta nah. played. Oh. I love John Travolta in that role. I don't know, man. Uh, I could I, I could go either way. I, just, I, I could go either I could be half and half on that one. But <laughs> he, he turned down the role Woody Harrelson played in Kingpin. Oh! oh now that I'll think about that one. Now I gotta oh, ask Brian because wow. that's one of Brian's all-time favorites. What do you think? I that? that is actually that is that is intriguing. It's intriguing. Isn't that it? is super intriguing. Oh, I man. think I probably would have liked Keaton in that. Now here's, anytime here's, I watch it, I'm gonna think of Michael Keaton. Michael yes. Keaton. Here's one I I could see both ways. Okay. This is this one I could I could see. I love it the way it is. But I could see it probably being a little different and even and, and good in its own way. 
uh, Leap of Faith, the role Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a Because I love that movie, and I love Steve Martin in it. But, you know, what would Keaton have brought to that role? Yeah. I I don't know. I think Steve. I love Steve Martin. I love it. I love Steve Martin in that role. I'm with with Mike on this Yeah, I just think, no. Steve Martin made that movie for me. Steve Martin, that was an epitome of his his type of comedy. And that role was written for Steve Martin. I think I agree with Mike on yeah. that one. Yeah. Okay. So we were ta- we brought up Tom Hanks. He turned down the role that Tom Hanks played in Philadelphia. No. 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 I'm Don't sorry. see it. Tom. Don't, Don't see, see it. it. Not at all. Here's one I, I have to believe is another unanimous. Can't see it. He turned down. He turned down Johnny Depp's role. In Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, oh good yeah, lord! No. Of no, good sorry. lord, no! Yeah, sorry. Really? No. That would have flopped day yeah, one. Yeah, 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 you would. No. Right. And I think that was that was a good call. On yeah, his that was part. a good call. On <laughs> his okay, part. okay, yes. but he could have played Blackbeard. He could come back and play Blackbeard and be like a background pirate character. Black, I can see that Blackbeard's already been played. You want to play? He was. Rusty. He was played by yeah. Ian McShane. Yep. In, All right. Well, still, he could have come in and played Blackbeard. I was say, yeah, Blackbeard R was already in there with yeah. the last one or two. Strange but, you know, yeah, he could come in and be one. a character. I can yeah. see that, but he can't be. And we talked about this Barry. movie earlier, too. He turned down the role Tom Hanks played in Splash. Okay, no, I, can, I, can't, I can't get on board with that. I can't get on board with that. Splash is right here. Yeah. It is. Nope, can't do it. That would be like he goes and does Splash and Tom Hanks and goes and does Mr. Mom or something. Or Bachelor yeah. Party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or a Bachelor yeah. Party. Yeah. No, I can't. I'm there sorry, are defining movies in a, in, a, in a person's career that you just can't you see. Can't. Don't mess with. Nope. So what about this one, though? Um, <laughs> I cannot get on board with this. He was offered and turned down the, to play the role Kevin Costner. Played in JFK. No, 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 do you think know. he could have brought that again? That's a defining moment. Would, I think that that Stephen Gutenberg played with Mahoney. But I, I think, but I think it was like a defining moment that kind of went downhill. I yeah. wonder if Michael Keaton could have, you know, brought it up. Yeah, I, I agree with Jim. I think for Steve Gutenberg, that was as good as it was. It was gonna ever going to get. Gonna get. Mm-hmm. Short and circuit. No, I lo- but Short Circuit was before Police Academy. Oh, uh, that's and I love Short Circuit. I love Short Circuit, and, love and, short and circuit. I think Police Academy, if I'm not mistaken, was a bigger box office hit. Bigger box office. Hit. That's why they made like five of them. Yeah. Uh, yes. But with Steve Gutenberg, it like when I think Steve Gutenberg, I think Police Academy, Short Circuit, and Cocoon. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's about it. That's yeah. it. That's mm-hmm. true. That's, you know, that's like much it. you know. But for Michael Keaton, I I agree with you though. I think Steve Gutenberg made that character, right. and I think he made those movies. But I also think Michael Keaton could have come in and made something, made something good for him too. Well, one, one last one on here. I don't know if how what you guys feel about Vanilla Sky. Ugh. A piece Ugh. of Ugh. crap. Uh, he was offered the role that uh, the psychiatrist role that Kurt Russell played. Good for him. Mixed I'm, feelings. Mixed around. feelings. I he don't know if he would have made it better. No. But that movie was such a big piece of crap that yeah. I don't even no. know. It kind of was a big piece of crap. Me and Ryan so. went and saw Vanilla Sky. This when we so were young. Horrible. I saw it on HBO. I saw it in Maryland. We came yeah. out because Tom Cruise was in yeah. it. Yeah. We were like, oh, yeah, we got to go see you know Tom Cruise movie. Go see that. And we came home. We were like, I don't yeah. know why. Why did he do that? It was like watching... A crappier eyes wide shut. You don't know really what's going on, yeah. but you're thinking Tom Cruise is in it. It can't <laughs> be that bad. You know, and you then you kick so yourself in the nuts later for when you mentioned it. Steve Gutenberg. Could you see him in like? And this is something that's so little, but I just thought of it. Could you see him playing like the role in Three Men and a Baby, like the Tom Selleck character or the? Okay, yeah. Yes. Okay. I could. But you know that it was. It, well, I mean, That's you had three. Like, a, like you had three, like in their prime date. Ted yeah. Dance and Cheers, Tom Selleck, Magnum PI. All right, good. let's take a moment to pause and give homage to the Tom Selleck mustache. Oh, oh. okay. It, it's right. it's pronounced mustache. 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 Hey, Tom, that mustache. Tom Selleck's a god. <laughs> <laughs> and so is his mustache. <laughs> okay, but, I mean, but going back to that, yeah. 
I, I like the three men and a baby mm-hmm. and the three men and a kid yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But those weren't movies that like when you say Steve Gutenberg, I go to those movies. Oh, no, I, no, I agree. No. I agree. Like I totally when you said it, I was like, yeah. exactly. Yeah, when like, you said I, it, I was like, I think oh, whenever yeah. like you mentioned Steve, and I was like, okay, Police Academy, Cocoon, and then I was like, oh, three men and a baby. I could see him maybe playing one of those roles because you remember yeah. Tom Selleck I see that. in that role. Oh, of course, more than you remember Steve Gutenberg. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah. But the thing about Three Men and a Baby is they all interacted well. They did. Oh, they did. They, they were really a good did. comedy trio. They did yeah. well together. I and mean, I there think, were no Chase, Martin, and Martin. Yeah. Well, no, but that's yeah. that's one of the best trios of comedies ever. No. Yes, it is. Tell I me guess. I'm wrong, and I will punch <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. Jim's getting punched in the face. I can look. No, at it right no. Now. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I'm like, I, I agree. That's that's a. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can beat like Martin Short, Steve Martin. No, or, man, three amigos. Chase, but those, I mean, that's three different types of actors for me, right there on that one. But anyway. I think, I think, I think that is like an era though of actors who thrived off their comedy with other comedians you can't get that now no yeah, it's hard like it's, today no, man like comedians hard. don't want to be they're trying to do their own comedians. thing everybody's trying to do their own thing yeah like you can't get that man like dan Aykroyd, man if he didn't have chevy chase or steve martin or you know oh, yeah. bill murray yeah. would you go see it like you know like i okay so you know saying that like uh my mo- my stepmother is an alien. Yeah, you know yeah. Dan Aykroyd was the only comedian in it, and it struggled. I love it because it's nostalgic. It was right. you know a movie mm-hmm. that came out when we were kids, but it wasn't like a popular movie because he was mm-hmm. alone. You think you know Dan Aykroyd movies? You think he's beside other uh, comedians or other big actors so he can like I don't know be comfortable with thinking the about it. The uh, the uh, uh, only. Dan Aykroyd movies I go back and rewatch are ones where he's playing off other comedians. Now that you mentioned that, you mean yeah. My Girl is not your favorite? No, it is not. Yeah, but he wasn't really his comedian. No, he in that wasn't. Movie no, either. he was serious. Was, and did, they, did, he was in Driving Miss Daisy, I think, as a serious role too. He was also in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. He, All thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. <laughs> uh, was let me ask you this: Was Dan Aykroyd in a movie with Michael Keaton ever? Like even like for a second? Uh, Hold on. I don't think so. Like I'm curious. We're six degrees in it right now. I know, right? You know, because like that probably could have worked as a duo at one time if it's never happened. In their prime. Google it. I think it. it, Google it. Well, Dan Aykroyd is beyond comedy now. Like he's he's too old to put that, that effort into it. Now he just does, you know, big. He's selling vodka. He's selling vodka. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he wants. It is. It's just what he does. That's all, that's all he wants to do now. Well, he's coming back for Ghostbusters. Thank God. You know. Yeah, so I still but have mixed feelings on that from the trailer with uh, Michael Keaton. Also, like some of his little roles that I saw, like for our fans. One, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go go ahead. Ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you ever see One Good Cop? No, I watched it once. It was. It was good. It was good. He, I liked uh, it. You mean one good flop? And you know, dude, <laughs> it was a it microphone. was a flop. It, was it really a was a flop. It was a flop, but I still liked it. Um, <laughs> one good flop. But uh, him and Rene Russo, like it's. I, I I, I've it. seen it once. It, I, I watched it once. It. I, I yeah, like I have nothing. On. Um, and there was another movie yeah, that he did that I was trying to think of, but the squeeze. That was yeah, from I remember the squeeze. What? I don't yeah. think I watched that squeeze. one. Squeeze. No, I never watched it. And he did. <laughs> yeah, I never watched it. Night the shift. Night was shift was yeah, night one of shift. my favorites. Yeah. I love night shift. Night shift. I watched that one. That was good. What's he? He's. I know he's got movies coming up. Oh yeah, man. Like I was just reading the Trial of uh, Chicago. Yeah, the Trial Morgan. of. Chicago. Oh, is that about the Democratic? Yes, the seven people that were in prison. Or, you, like you stole my thunder there. Oh my bad, bro. Oh, man. Oh. My bad, bro. Are you reading my phone over here? Is that why you want to like? Oh, he's gonna say Travel Chicago. I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw his thunder up. What else he got? No, that was it. Yeah, Travel Chicago about the Democratic Convention of 1968. You know, big scandal, and he's got. He's gonna be in the Morbius movie as the his character, Vulture. Vulture. They're trying to bridge it. I just say that's the love it. That's why I love it. I don't care to see it. Huh? To Maybe. Maybe. Here's the thing, though, is with Morbius, I'm a little confused of why they're doing a solo movie and kind of not because Morbius was always the confused villain. Like he was never so sinister to where he had to kill everybody, but he had those urges where he just 
had to. So he to was survive. like, yeah, to survive. You're right. But he was always like a good person. But when he he's was built in like the, the anti hero, right? The anti hero type thing. Uh, close, he, like close. Built, he is a villain. Yeah. Like in Spider Man comics, he's a villain. But he's always been that borderline. Like he can come back. He could be a good person, and he has done good deeds. Tormented the tormented the torment. Yeah, like tormented. Like he's done a lot of to things. Be. He's one of those villains that villains to survive. Because he has to feed off blood to survive. Gotcha. So, I mean, speaking of like Batman and my, well, I mean, did you uh, did you like the fact that Batman is a killer now? Oh, oh no, yo, no, no, <laughs> Ryan, you do you not missed, open that bag. You missed, our, you, you missed, missed our last show. One. Oh no, I listened. That's why I had to. <laughs> oh my god, we had to put Matt in a straitjacket. That that show hurt my feelings, dude. Like I I protest all CW. Uh, Matt, DC um, shows now. so you think Michael Keaton though is better than Tom Hanks, right? <laughs> I, I saw your wife. I'm not going down that train right now. <laughs> we, we, we've been talking, and you said that Michael Keaton is better than Tom he's Hanks. Lying. That he's a better he's actor just trying than to Tom get me Hanks. In trouble because I'm live. You know, like I need to. I need I'm, to no, be I'm just in a asking you a question. Run. Didn't you say that Michael Keaton Correct. is better than Tom Hanks? Listen, I man, I didn't, I, I didn't even know my wife was in the room. Right now. You're a mean one, <laughs> Mr. Grinch. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got a movie in production right now called The Asset, and it says a hacker and her par- partners. Am I reading that right? A hacker and know. her you, partners. You shut your face! <laughs> hacker and her partners in crime accidentally accidentally steal millions from a crime boss forced into hiding to train for their inevitable confrontation. I'm on, I'm on board. I'm on board. I can get I'm on board. Do that. I wonder if Michael Keaton is the crime boss, though. I hope so. That would be cool. I am so he, on board with that. I mean, but, yeah, go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, as long as it's not Black Hat. God, that was an awful movie. Well, Samuel L. Jackson and Michael really, Keaton really are the movie. two leads. Okay, I'd see that. So, hmm. yeah, I don't know any of these other people, but Sam, Sam L. and Michael Keaton's in that. Uh... <laughs> He's got one called Imagine Agents. It has no um, description description about it. Goodrich, a father seeks the help of his uh, adult daughter to raise his young twins <laughs> after his second wife leaves. I'm for that. That yeah. sounds like a comedy. That sounds like it's going to be your life. Yeah, man. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, wow! You know, whenever we were talking about, I believe this knife belongs to you. I think me and you were talking about this, like. The reason he said that he became like, you know, so, you know, the dark as part of that is because he was going through a divorce during that time. Really? Like he channeled his divorce through the Batman character, which made him really sad and really just out and about about it, like the first movie. And that's where he said he got his inspiration to be like, so hmm. like mm. that. I can dig that. All you have to say to me is you're going to be in a movie with Kim Basinger. Well, and I would have signed up and, yeah. you, you know. All you have to do is like you know, give me a sex scene with Kim Basinger. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that's got to happen, and I'm good. I'm sold. I could be the least paid person on that movie, and I'd be happy person. You'd be the grip. I just don't think there's anybody like key grip. Yeah, Pacino and De Niro are definitely my favorites, but Keaton is right up there, man. I just I love his movies. I still got to see Heat. His. You haven't watched Heat? I've not seen Heat. I oh, my God. Get out of this podcast. What, what are you doing here? What are you oh doing gosh. with your life? <laughs> Who right, are you? Everything I mean, right, apparently. <laughs> so, is uh, am I safe to say that Keaton is like our childhood? Oh, Keaton oh, is definitely my, my childhood, yes. man. Uh, like just, I mean, just the, just because if you have a uh, comfort movie in my life, then you are a big part of, part yeah. of my childhood. You know, absolutely. Uh, like Matthew Broderick will always be a part of my childhood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, did we mention my John. life? Oh, I like movie? that movie. Him my life, Pittman. man. It, okay. I would think Josh. That would be Josh's favorite Michael Keaton movie. Just get, how let can it you, all out. Like, how can you watch that more than once? Yeah, that, that a, movie yeah. is like literally one of the. Okay, that my life is Michael Keaton's uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, because I can agree with that. like you know when you're watching Philadelphia, you're just sad throughout the entire movie, and you're like you want to see justice. But with Michael Keaton in my life, you're like you don't want to see him die. Spoilers, yeah. he dies. That's the whole point of the movie. Yeah, uh, and like he in the whole point 
of that movie is he's making these videos because he wants to be a part of his son's yeah. life. Right. right. And like, that is so hard. It's, it you know, I live in denial. I don't want to think about crap like that. But can you imagine people out there right now going uh-huh. through what he's going through? I just don't see how you, know, you can get through that movie more than once. And you're right. Like, it's a one timer. Like, you know, you have your humor, like him showing him how to shave and all that stuff. Yeah. But man, the video, like, where he, like, well, on the video at the very end, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but whatever. It's been yeah. 30 it's years. It's been 30 yeah. years. Um, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Like where his son, his baby son is actually watching the video of him and he goes, you know, dada. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, man, that is so sad. That it is. is. I, mean, I can't, man. And then whenever he's doing the video and he's explaining that Nicole Kidman will get married again, you know, like oh, your yeah. mom's going to get remarried. And this, it's just, it's really. Hits you right sad. in the heartstrings. Yeah. Yep. I don't. Oh man, just thinking about it now is so depressing. <laughs> it's like man, I have a hard time watching, rewatching. I mean, I watch him one time to experience the the performance of that actor, mm-hmm. and well, I mean, of course. And, and get and just and consume it, and not so I can talk about it. But man, it's those type of movies are not a rewatch thing for me at all. I can't go back yeah. and re-experience that. But I mean, yeah, I can I can agree with you that that's his version. Like that's his Philadelphia. Like Tom Hanks is. His. Yeah. Um, but I think that is more just beat you down than Philadelphia's. Like, cause like you were saying the videos and his oh, yeah. kid and like, I don't mean, I don't have children, so I mean, it, but you guys who do, <laughs> it I'm was keep, like, okay. So you. in Philadelphia, you're like, <laughs> y- you want Tom Hanks's character to get justice and you want him to die to stop suffering. Yeah. And you want right. like the opposite for Michael Keaton. You know, you like want him to live. You don't want him to go through that. You want him to see him uh, raise his son and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's crazy. It's two two different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> We're getting some Wi-Fi's over here. Sorry. <laughs> you know it's good when she's when she's walking up the stairs and she just stops. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We're gonna have a Tom Hanks episode, and you're. Oh yeah, be on this it. isn't about the Philadelphia movie. We're just comparing acting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right, calm down, calm lady. Down, calm it down. <laughs> I love her. This so is not much. about. The, this is not about the plots of the movies. It's about the acting. <laughs> Would you ever see Michael Keaton in like a television series? Yes. Because yeah. I don't think he's done TV, has he? Uh, yeah. Like an HBO or something. I well, I mean, he's done like, shows. He's had like six, seven it's, episodes of things. If it's the right, no, I mean, like an actual like run. like he's like, he's, oh, he's, like oh, he's the star. Today, I don't mean, like yeah, being on a show. Yeah. Like I can I see him doing that today. Today, yeah. yes. Back then, years no. ago, no. You know what? And like, I love love Ray Donovan. Other than what's going on now, but. I could see him playing well, that kind of role. Yeah, get, man, hopefully that would you'll be get cool. a conclusion. Yeah, I think we're. I think you want a movie. Would you oh. rather have a movie or would you rather have another season? I'd go movie. Really? Shut it down. I think you can wrap it up yeah, in a movie. About two hours movie. Yeah, let's eh. just shut it down like that. I've, it does need some finality man, though. So, like my life, like what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't go back and watch that. Like I can sit. I could literally go home right now and turn on Gung Ho and watch it for like oh the, the thousandth time. I could go home and watch yeah. Gung Ho, Mr. Mom, yeah. I mean, Beetlejuice yeah. for the millionth time. But like my life, I can't. But yeah, I can't do my life. Yeah. I can't do Philadelphia. I can't. Those, man, they're just so hard to watch. You know, so yeah. looking at his credit list, he's done a lot of voiceovers. Have y'all noticed? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. in Toy cars. Story. Yeah. Toy Car. Stories and Cars. Yeah. He was in Black Ops 2. Yep. He was one yeah. of the voices. That's true. Jason uh, Hudson. Yeah, yeah, man, he like he's done a lot of voiceover work. I mean, uh, even for Toy Story games. So I didn't know. I honestly didn't know he was that big into the Toy no, Story movie. He's Ken. Interesting from yep. Toy Story uh, Three. Yeah, he's a Ken doll. So let's talk about. Is there movies you don't like? Is there anything you could say? You know what? No, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna watch that. That's a short list. So let me look. Uh, mine, <laughs> mine. In, it's a small role. Small role, even though I, I don't like his role in it and I don't like the movie, is the other guys. You know, With, I never watched that. It's complete crap. It is complete crap. It, I don't even. Okay, talk about two people besides Michael Keaton. Oh, that, is that is that the Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. Okay, you Mark they Wahlberg. Don't fit. They don't. And Mark Wahlberg is a hard sell for me. 
Um, he's kind of like another Ben Affleck for me. I don't get why he's in movies. Um, and then Will Ferrell is hit or miss comedian with yeah. more misses than hits. When he hits, he hits hard and yeah, it's a home run. But man, when he misses, he misses by 20 miles. Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. Oh gosh, it's just it's and it's awful to watch. But yeah, that was a that was terrible. Yeah, the other guys was awful. I couldn't I can't get on board with that. No. Man, I'm trying to think. Yeah, like, I mean, it's I, a hard one. It like is with Michael Keaton because even if you watch a bad movie, uh, I mean, it's still I can still, still find something. Like, yeah, yeah it, he either yeah, makes yeah. it or you know you find something you like about it. So I mean. I guess if I had, no, I mean, I'm looking at this list and I'm like, and nope, I mean, and I, nope, and with, nope. and I'm talking about like movies that he was the star in, like a star, or quote co-star, not like bit role parts. Now, if and he's stuff, the like, star, man, like you know everything I've seen, if he is the well, star, I don't know about then I love it. I don't going on what you asked earlier. It, he was the the head lead in a. TV series, but it flopped after three weeks. Oh, really? Was it? Working Stiffs. He was Mike O'Rourke. Him and his uh, brother were that? janitors. 1979. Oh, wow. So we made oh, it through nine episodes. Uh, I know one. I do have one. Dumbo. Dumbo? I liked Dumbo. Wasn't a fan. I haven't I seen it. Only it. because I'm not yeah, a big, yeah. huge fan of Dumbo. Well, it was yeah, one of my favorite books Dumbo. as a child. And I liked the new Dumbo. I really did. I, I, and I kind of feel like I'm in a minority because so even my wife didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a fan. Well, let me ask you this. You didn't like Dumbo, but did you You didn't like his, didn't character, like his character in it? In it. Why? I mean, was well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I just... He plays the good jerk and mm-hmm. you know he's a jerk in the film he's the you know he wants everything mongrel i just didn't feel like the, the whole film itself just didn't feel I, i'm not a big dumbo fan like even the cartoon i didn't I'm like either, the, yeah. the, the the cartoon to me was very dumbo has a but special place in my heart because um i had those gold bound books as a child growing up i don't know if y'all know what i'm talking the about classics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it's in, all in the, the classics back. with yep. the gold bi- binding on them it's the golden book it's That's the golden what, books yeah, right. and so uh i had that whole set growing up and so dumbo was one of my favorites yeah. that I loved to be read when I was a kid. And when I got old enough to read, I loved to read it. And so it, and I had, I had that gold bound book for gosh, I don't know how long before it destroyed, it got destroyed. But, um, Dumbo has a special place in my heart and I liked the new Dumbo. I loved the Dumbo character in and of itself. I liked I, the I classic just, Disney movie, yeah. the, the, car, the cartoon. I loved it. I just don't know if maybe it's the, the movie was just so bad that I didn't really fully give it. Halfway through the movie, I was like, okay, I'm done. I, I could leave right now and be fine. Well, see, that's why I say about the other guys. I, I just think the whole movie was so bad that I couldn't enjoy Michael right. Keaton's. I guess mine, and even though, like, I mean, like, if I had to choose one and people probably, probably Birdman. Yeah. I, I just I wasn't a big fan of that. like Birdman. Brian, what do you think? About what? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. Uh... I would have probably agree with the Birdman. Yeah. See, here's the thing: is I Birdman, like, I, I can't watch it. I, I cannot I, watch it. I can't it. stand the movie. It's just it. It is just a mind numbing movie to me. But I think Michael Keaton's acting in it was amazing. Like I think I he give you that. It. I give you that all day long, and it's his acting that elicited the response from me that makes it so cringe worthy or cringing to watch. Just and I, man, I don't know. I just can't. Yeah. It's just, it just, it physically hurts me watching stuff like that on film, especially when somebody like Michael Keaton yeah. is is doing the acting because yeah. they're pull, they're they're really doing a great job. Yeah, and they're pulling off what they want to do, but what they're wanting to do, I don't want to see because it. I don't like that feeling. I don't like having that feeling. Yeah, yeah I guess it's one of those things. Like, it's not him. It's the, the story. Just, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's the not, story. It's not you, it's me. It's, it's I mean, not it you, is. it's me. It's not you, Michael, it's me. <laughs> what I really mean to say is it really is you. It really <laughs> is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, I guess that would be mine. Did anybody watch the movie Speechless? Nope. No, but I want to because Christopher no. Reeve and Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that the other day, actually. I've never watched that. I'll watch mm, anything with either. Christopher Reeve. That's another guy yeah, that oh really man. made my We childhood. could really do a show on yeah. him. I'm sure he'll come in when we do the... Superman. Superman oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Well, anything else in the love of Michael Keaton here? Just if you haven't watched any <laughs> of his movies. Yeah. Do you, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that sucks is if you are coming into the Michael Keaton era, I don't know if they will like nah, probably what not. we grew up like on. Like Dream probably Team. Not. I, don't think, I think it would flop. Yeah. I really do. Like, oh, yeah. No, that's those movies are definitely generational. Generational. You know, like, it's it, it's. The era it was in was the era of movies it needed to be in. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. If you are and our age and you haven't watched any of these movies other than Batman yeah, and Beetlejuice, yeah. you need to go back. But I mean, the, nowadays, to get a person's a person, a child, human being's attention in a movie is you're thinking special effects, explosions, and a decent story. Yeah. When back then, buddy comedies and stupid situational comedies worked so well which they don't work very well now in these days those movies don't make very much money yeah could you see real quick and i know we're like when you mentioned comic but dragnet could you see him could you yes. see michael keaton i could okay but i when you, said you buddy know comedies, i love dragnet right, the I way too. it is yeah you know, Tom, that's one of my favorite Tom. That's Hanks one of movies. my comfort movies. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's when he a said no for me. Comedies, Tom Hanks. I was like, yeah. in that movie I wonder if you could see him in that. And another one that Dan Aykroyd Dan works Aykroyd's with another work, comedian, working off of somebody right. else. Yeah, <laughs> good go, tie in there. But go watch Michael Keaton. Yeah, anything Michael Keaton. Okay, and Dragnet. So if you are and Dragnet, yeah, and Dragnet, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, if you are new to the Michael Keaton scene. He is doing some good movies. I personally love RoboCop. I think he's doing an amazing job in Spider-Man. I think he epitomized Agreed. what Vulture is. Yep. Uh, I think he's going to do some good stuff in the upcoming movie Morbius. Um, as you know, as that character, uh, you know, he could be the leader of the Sinister Sticks. Please God, let that be happening. Yes. Uh, let that be, uh, you know, Holland's last Spider-Man. If they, if that is what the rumor is, he's doing one more, or if he's going to continue if it's going to be one he gets three so with, but with, he's got two that's yeah. what i'm saying you know yeah. like if he's got to do one more let it be the sinister six that would be like his in game his personal in game is the sinister six and you can even bring in some side help you know like you know uh black cat black cat or you know uh gonzalez or something like that you can have anybody come in and help him that could be his end yep um so go watch michael keaton movies go you know personal favorites you know dream team gung-ho uh mr mom Mom, night shift the paper paper spotlight uh Bird you know Man. what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. Go watch Birdman. If you hate it like some of us or if you might like it, there's some mixed feelings <coughs> here. It's still Michael Batman. Keaton. It is a great performance, but it is it is so cringing to watch. I can't, I can't do it. Go watch anything Michael Keaton. We want to thank Michael Keaton for his career. Keep it going. You're 68, but you look younger than yeah, you know, no, some, of, you know <laughs> some out there. Keep it going. We love you. Um did you have something? I'll be gone before Keaton dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sixty-eight. I would have guessed late fifties. Yeah. I didn't know, so I'm I'm glad yeah, he. Looks, I thought he was great. sixty. Sixty. Yeah, 61. maybe sixty. I could have done. Yeah, I could have guessed that. Not sixty-eight. If I had yeah. to recommend one movie for someone to watch, someone to start, I would definitely probably say Gung Ho. Gung Ho. I yeah. would. It's a good I one. Say That's that. a good one. All right. So uh, we want to do yeah, uh, little, a few shout outs. Uh, we want to shout out to Judd Basil, Starbase fifteen fifty two. Great guy. Uh, even if you just need somebody to talk comics with, sit in his shop, get the atmosphere. Uh, he can help you start your collecting. He can help you add to your collecting. He will give you great deals. Go over to his shop. It's in Franklin, Starbase 1552. Talk to him. Um, uh Replay Toys. Yeah, Replay Toys in Hendersonville. You can find them at replaytoys.com or Replay Toys Hendersonville on Facebook. Um, if you are a collector, you you owe it to yourself to go check these guys out. They've got so much in there. There's I'm eyeballing. There's a, a Transformers lunchbox. It's the original from the 80s in really good condition. It's the exact lunchbox that I had, but they also have all these old school lunchboxes from the 80s. Uh, but they have they have collectibles from every era and generation. There. I circled an original Bart Simpson, Bart Simpson. from 1994 nice. in that movie. It's in the back picture. corner. Back corner. Dude, there is there are gems in every nook and cranny in that store. Please go visit them. 
Yes, and go see uh, Grand Adventures Comics and Games in Murfreesboro. Uh, if, if you just need a place to uh, play your card games, tabletop games, expand your tabletop games, uh, you can. they even have collectibles, comics. They're great guys out there. Uh, we're going to have a show with them in the future. Um, we have a show coming up on March 14th. It's going to be with Adam Buttry. It's going to be our Spider-Man special. At Starbase. At Starbase. Go on our Facebook. We have a poll going of a couple of Spider-Man questions put in. Uh, if Even if you, if you can't go on Facebook or if you don't have a Facebook, come out to our show. We'll have a few of you on just mm-hmm. to give your opinion about uh, some of the things we're talking about. Be a part of our show. Ask Adam some questions or come talk to Judd while we're having the show there. He's going to have some amazing sales during our show. So come out, be a part of that show. We can't wait to see you. We got some other uh, uh, cons. Uh, we're uh, we're going to be in Columbia Comic Con. Mm-hmm. That's in uh, May. That's in May. Uh, go to his Facebook. He's got. Uh, he's going to be adding um, people to his roster from here until May. Uh, it was an amazing show last year. We it's, only, it's only going to be bigger this year. It's Columbia comic and toy expo. Um, and check them out on Facebook, follow them. Um, he'll be, you know, he's always announcing the, uh, the, uh, the con, but uh, he's going to be making a lot more announcements about who's going to, you know, be there. But it's it's a small time atmosphere. It's really, really good. Um, if you love to go to uh, conventions, you owe it to yourself to pay a visit to this one. Yes, and uh, for those who have been to the Clarksville Comic Con, uh, which is run by Carmine. Uh, go to his Facebook. We're trying to get him to bring his genius here to Nashville. <laughs> to Nashville. If you go back and listen to our uh, wrestling episode, we're sitting here begging him to bring. He he has some amazing guests uh, that have been to Clarksville. Bring him. We're trying to get him to bring him bring them to Nashville. Uh, we know we got some cons here, but we need some big names and uh, to bring that excitement and uh, build that spirit of comic book fandom again. So bring that here to Nashville. Go to his website. Look at what they've done in Clarksville. See how much fun they had, and see if we can bring that here to Nashville. We want to thank everybody for listening. Yes. We are the Eclectic Collective. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. I'm Micah. I'm Ryan. I'm Jim. And Brian was asleep on that. (laughs) Stay (laughs) clocked. Not me.